The whole cyber world is now the terrain and psychological warfare is what's being done on people using data mined so illegally and improperly algorithms. So, so the great hack, uh, social dilemma, people you may know, a lot of people haven't seen people you may know, great it's about a company called glue that sells the private data mm. to cults or anyone who has enough money identifying who's going through a hard time in their life, depression, anxiety, death of a loved one or whatever, to invite them for a Bible study, to recruit them yep. in, into a destructive cult. Now, I'm not against religion. I am not an atheist. I'm actually a long-term member of a progressive Jewish temple. But I do say ethical religion, you have informed consent, you have conscience, you're allowed to ask questions. You're allowed to ask, to check the books and destructive authoritarian cults are essentially political and business, but they use religion for their ministerial exemption to basically labor traffic people, sex traffic people, and do politicking to destroy our democratic institutions. Are you saying that is about the Moonies as well? Would you say that the, uh, the Sean Moon's church there is a tool, an instrument of mind control and influence for hundred percent, thousand percent for who? In fact, he has a, a, a constitution he wants to put in place when they take over the U S government. Who's he acting on behalf of? That's one of the, finish that line of questioning. So the answer is, I don't know, but. I was saying to you before we started, Zevin and, and Heidi, what I realized after reading 11 volumes of the depositions for this congressional subcommittee investigation into Korean CIA activities in the U.S. was that the CIA set up the Korean CIA and the founder of the Korean CIA said under oath that he organized and utilized the Unification Church for use as a political tool. And they set up- In the United States? In or, Korea at okay. first, okay. it was later that during Nixon that the, and the anti-Vietnam war movement that the Moonies were brought over to do stuff here, but the origins were intelligence mm. operations mm. and they were given, they could nick guns, M16 guns in South Korea on and off. George Bush senior was head of the CIA during that investigation. And the staff director of that investigation said George Bush had done everything possible to undermine the effectiveness of the investigation. And two years after he finished his presidency, he gave a lecture for the Moonies and got a reported $2 million payoff. So you, are you suggesting that, you know, the Moonies are a, a tool of the CIA and so I, even to I, this day, I think that there are black ops, Maybe independent, but they're certainly, but where did they get a billion dollars for a losing newspaper in our nation's capital over 30 years? I have no idea. Well, okay. I ask don't, that they, don't they also own Newsweek? Which yes, I, was a tremendous amount of money. I worked there for eight months and it was, I, I think they do have a connection to Newsweek. I, I have a well, PI now retired who just gave me an updated front group list of the Moonies. And it's 70 pages, single spaced. Wow. And it's on my freedom of mind. Where do they get all this money from? You're right. It's a, it's a lot of money to be spent well, so we know with a tiny fact, membership. We know for a fact the Japanese Moonies were guilty of the largest consumer fraud scam in Japanese history. This is the same country that had the sarin gas 
terrorist cult that infiltrated the intelligence, the police, uh, it had a multi-billion dollar computer company. But the scam was they would read the paper for obituaries, locate the grieving wife, husband, whatever. And they knock on the door and say, your deceased husband spoke to me in prayer. He's mm. very unhappy in the spirit world. Wow. You need to go to the bank right now and get $50,000 in yen and bring it. And we will do a special ritual to help liberate. Mm. And this is called spiritual sales. So now there's now 35,000 cases that have been adjudicated. But they got it something like a six, seven hundred million dollars for that. We know they are one of the biggest fish operators in the world. They have the largest plant in Kodiak, Alaska. Did you know that? Sushi. I'm learning a like, lot of where their sushi's coming from. I have, I have a question, Stephen. Sure. I want to just ask you a question. Sure. Uh, as an expert. Uh, so the National Justice Party, who we mentioned as being in, connected to Boswell. I have many sources have come out connection to Mike Penovich, who is the sort of leader of that group when they were the right stuff and now a national justice party. And they have all told me that it is a cult. Those are the words that they use. Functions like a cult. This is a white nationalist group. They're non-religious, uh, but they are very secretive and they have secret identities. And, you know, it's been, I've enjoyed the difficult uh, work of identifying several of their members, uh, which I think is really mm. important. As we learned, they had a state department official and stuff like that. Wow. Is there, yeah, you should read that, the, uh, the Matt Gebert investigation. I'm very proud of it. It was tough. It was a tough one. I, it required uh, quite a few sources and some open source intelligence work on my part. But this is a question I have for you, which is, is there a kind of a, like a game respect game thing going on with cults? Do cults respect other cults in the sense that you, you see a lot of people who function like cult, I'm getting involved in the Trump movement, uh, groups that function like cults, getting involved in the Trump movement itself, having some of those characteristics itself, right? Here you have the National Justice Party. Many people come out of it, you know, describing their time in there as being like in a cult here. They are working with other folks that are like, is, is there a level of admiration between people who operate those, th these type of uh, you know, groups. Yes, depends. And there are political cults, therapy cults, large group awareness training cults, multi-level marketing cults, etc. But where they come together is against their joint enemies. So we know the Scientologists, the Moonies, the Mormons were doing work against deprogrammers and people like me, the Scientology sued the Cult Awareness Network into bankruptcy by staging things. So the point that what I'm trying to say is that, and it's a very interesting point because in the end that you can be fellow travelers for a particular objective, but at a certain level or point, you set, you separate, you say, I can't do this anymore. As Which is why so many white nationalist groups uh, began feuding, uh, destroying each other, and they meeting like Trump. Speaking again, when things started to go bad. Thanks for supporting Narrative. If quality and craftsmanship is important to you, you should check out today's sponsor. Made In is a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with renowned chefs and artisans to produce some of the world's best pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses. The best chefs around the world use Made In cookware and kitchenware to create all the best-tasting restaurant-quality meals. Made In sources the finest material and partners with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. 
Their cookware distributes heat evenly and transitions from stovetop to the oven with absolute ease. And their knives are fully forged, perfectly balanced, and stay sharp. Pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses produced by Made In are among the best in the world. They are built to last and offer a lifetime warranty. They have 28,000 plus five-star reviews, and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. Made It, better cookware for better meals. And right now, Made In is offering our listeners and viewers, that means you, 15% off your first order with promo code NARRATIVE, N-A-R-A-T-I-V. That is the best discount code available anywhere in, online for Made In products. Go to madeincookware.com forward slash narrative and use the code NARRATIVE for 15% off. Hi, friends. Thanks for supporting Narrative. This portion of the show is brought to you by Policy Genius. Summer's coming to an end and the leaves are about to fall while Mother Nature does her thing to prepare for the new season. You can do yours by getting free life insurance quotes with Policy Genius. You could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying experiences. Policy Genius's excellent service has been endorsed by thousands of five star reviews on Trustpilot and Google. And eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week thanks to an award-winning policy option that swaps the standard medical exam requirement for a simple phone call. That's right, a simple phone call. This exclusive policy was recently rated number one by Forbes advisor, higher than options from Ladder, Ethos, and Bestow. Visit policygenius.com and you'll be able to work out your coverage needs in minutes and find your best price for life insurance. And Policy Genius will take care of the paperwork and the scheduling at no cost to you. They never sell your information to other companies or add any extra fees. Head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Let's, I just wanted to play a little bit of, of Mike Penovich. Was that his name? Who's the leader of the National Justice Party? You were just talking about before we went off the air. Yeah, Mike, my, my, Mike Penovich. Yeah. I want to play a little bit of his speech at, at the Bowsman Farm and then take a look at what uh, he has to say. He was, he was saying there. Staying the party wall freaking weekend before they and we be this party always be this party of Zionism. The part of Zionism, Donald Trump, as we saw, he's not the first one, he's just the most uh so he's no ample a bully could party. So he goes on to talk about a lot of that, you know, it's about how uh, Trump is so ideologically aligned to the, the Likud party. And, and again, re- reminding me of what you were saying there, Michael, about um, the anti-Semitism and the sort of anti-Zionism threat that Bowsman is supporting isn't consistent with some of his other stuff. W- what do you make of this particular group and, and how they operate, Dr. Hassan? I'm, I'm interested in knowing how he's addressing his audience. As I was watching the speech, I noticed the kind of the body movements that look kind of trained. They look like they were the kind of things that I'd see you know, Hitler doing the same kind of, and at the start of his speech, which I don't have here, but you know, he starts off with this great fearful statement, trying to make everyone really scared of the oncoming liberals and the, and the Democrats and how they're going to destroy America. Like, there always seems to be that same sort of theme of this heightened fear and then this exaggerated body language and then all these ridiculous claims. Yes. Yeah, so did you know that Hitler knew hypnosis and that Hitler spent many, many hours in front of a big mirror practicing? in order to be maximally effective. 
I, I did know that he practiced a lot and I know he was a journalist by trade. That really wasn't his, you know, he wasn't going to be this. Uh, he wasn't going to be, if there was ever yeah. a, a thing to be, um, you know, mass murder uh, and no. genocidal so a leader. I, I want to say that I, it was four years after I left the group. I had read everything I could find on brainwashing and mind control. I talked with ex-CIA agents and I attended my first workshop on hypnosis. And it was a Richard Bandler of NLP fame. And as I was listening to the patterns, the way he was talking, the lights went on. I was like, that's what I was doing as a moon leader. But no one ever explained it to me as hypnosis. They told me to pray and model the older brothers and speak like them and walk like them and talk like them and act like them. And what I came to understand, I, I was behaviorally educated to be doing what I did. So they would say things like, look three inches into people's eyes because that's where their spiritual soul is. So make an imaginary point where your fingers intersect and look through someone's eyes at that point. Things like that. But they didn't use the word hypnosis. Anyway. That's right. I know in television as well, to look three, yeah. three inches oh, into the eyes. So there you go. It's, you know, it's so hypnotic. So I, I want to state categorically that human beings... We like to think we're rational and we're not. We're rationalizing. We like to think that nobody can manipulate our minds, but that's a huge mistake. And if one reflects on one's life, falling in love with the wrong person, being with a controlling boss, one could be mining all of the examples that disprove that. And essentially, if you install phobias in people's minds, against an enemy, make it really vibrant, make it really vivid. And with hypnosis, it's not sleep. It's the power of suggestion combined with imagination. And screens are the ideal Petri dish to cook people's brains, especially when they don't take breaks and they binge watch radicalizing YouTube videos. And so... Yeah, people read combating or they hear about the bite model, behavior information, and they go, yeah, I was in a cult. And I say, if it walks like a duck and has feathers like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. I've talked with former Nazis and, and white power people. I've talked with former members of everything, really, because they read my book and they say, let me tell you my story. And of course, I'm curious. But the point that I want to say is that as much as we can be co-opted, People wake up. Like I, when I realized what had been done to me, it pissed me off. Mm -hmm. And I got really curious because I came from a very loving, stable family, extra honor student, knew what I wanted to do. My vulnerability is my girlfriend dumped me. I was in the student union at Queens College and three women honeypotted me or whatever the right word is, catfishing yeah. me. I don't know what the words are. Got a picture but of you way anyway, back then. They flirted with me and I thought I was, I thought they were interested in me and they just, they didn't have the internet. So they had to ask me questions, mm -hmm. but I'd learned because I became an expert recruiter, how to size people up, how to find their buttons and how to incrementally, you know, tell them, by the way, we want you to drop out of school, cut off from your family and work seven days a week. 18 to 21 hours a day for no pay for the rest of your life. They don't tell you that, right? So it's an incremental thing until you get into this mindset 
where you can't reality test, you can't think for yourself because the fear overwhelms any critical thinking. Right. And if you had Facebook and you had all the data that Facebook has or all these other organizations have, it'd be, it'd be very powerful if you could use all those tools. So I was wondering, yeah. you know, I, I just wanted to say a quick thing about Panovich yeah. um, because you, you were talking yeah. to them. The good news is, as of right now, and I, I never want to underrate anything like that, I don't think he is as effective as enough. No, I mean, he's actually bad the way he does these things, but, uh, but I yeah. was watching the... Mike is notoriously oafish um, in many ways, and he's sort of gotten by his, his early... This is just some of, this is my take, like focus on foreign extremism. He used to get by with this kind of, like it, it being a kind of morning show, obscene style of talking about, you know, white supremacist issues and the way he started out and it, it had a little bit of zip to it. People liked it because the human was familiar and also the audio production. He used to, you know, he knew he, he had people who would work with him, would make podcasts that actually sounded good. It used to be that in the white uh, supremacist movement, like any podcast they made sound like it was recorded in a, in a garbage can or something like that. It was just unlistenable everything. So the audio quality of Mike's podcasts were good. And then you have white supremacists. They're like, wow, this doesn't, this isn't torture to listen to someone shouting my horrible ideology. I mean, this is okay. So we started that, but he has found, I think a lot of limitations recently, particularly because any sense of humor, I you hate to even call it that, that he had before is really going to become super serious and very um, dark and really, really about you know, just persecution of whites and Holocaust denial. So, you know, dangerous for sure, in my opinion, but some charismatic lacking in that ability to connect with anything other than a lot of scary people. <laughs> if I but could just add, Michael, when people saw Sun Myung Moon, they said the same thing. Hmm. Now, all right. So how could you believe this? But when you're indoctrinated to think he's the yeah. greatest person in human history, you project that onto him. And that's what you're seeing. You're getting your own projections of greatness. I'm so struck, but so we've described a potentially a Russian a propagandist that's just calling that, but maybe an asset who's involved in, in coordinating at least January the 6th with some leaders who were involved in January the 6th. He's also there with Sean Moon on the side of a highway preaching all this stop the steal stuff. Also sounds like a lot of brainwashing, a lot of indoctrination. You've got this Mike Panovich also brainwashing indoctrination. Well, Dr. Dr. Hassan, are, are we right to be arresting all these people. I guess we are arresting them, so we, should, we absolutely should because they broke the law. But all these insurrectionists, the, the foot soldiers of the, in the insurrection, the people who were there doing what, doing what they were told because they believed something. Are they, are, are they the people that we should be arresting or should we only be focusing on the leaders, on the people who actually are doing the brainwashing because they're really the ones responsible? So I think we need to do both, but I want to say that in my doctoral dissertation, which is on my website for anyone to read, I, I present a law professor emeritus, Alan Shefflin's social influence model. Mm -hmm. As a law professor, he's created a model of influencee and their unique vulnerabilities. The influencer, typically malignant narcissists are the 90% uh, of that profile and the techniques used on them and the consequences and results. So with that model, if people do illegal acts, I think they need to be found guilty if they can be proven to have done it. Right. The question is sentencing. And the question is the government seems totally ignorant that there are deprogramming methods that actually work. And 
this seems to be such a big blind spot about anyone wanting to admit cults exist, brainwashing exists, mind control exists. And as citizens, we need to learn and protect ourselves and then help our loved ones who've been sucked into the QAnon and the, the cult of Trump. It is all very doable. Going back to uh, Sean Moon and Justin Moon, I want to state Trump is speaking for Mrs. Moon. Sean Moon. This, this uh, hand, yeah. Yeah. So, and right after Biden's election, inauguration, I should say, Mrs. Moon hence speak and- uh, Mark Esper is there, Pompeo, Newt Gingrich, Jonathan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the point that I'm trying to emphasize is that the media is not covering the Moonies why not? Well, they say they have a falling out. Don't they say that these two have a falling out? He has sued well, her. They, they did. They yeah. fought over billions of dollars. Some arrangement was made between the two sons who think that they should be running the empire and her. But all are bad for democracy and all are bad for any, anyone who cares about human rights and women's rights. By the way, women's are objects in the Mooney theology. Men are subjects, women are objects. You should, that's one of their core teachings, not to mention the homophobia and their claim of blood lineage. The mass weddings, and, and Moon once did 30,000 couples at one time. Supposedly, they're adopted into his pure, true family blood lineage. And when they take over the world, everyone will speak Korean and all religions will be abolished. That's what I was told as a leader. Hmm. Oh, unbelievable. Heidi, you've been really uh, quiet over the hour. Tell us, I know you've also been monitoring chats, which is important to, to see what the reaction is there. But anything else you want to throw in if you, you have anything you want to say? Narrative has the uh, smartest audience of anybody I've ever met. I mean, the they're chats, the chat's very fun. Yeah. It's cool. really incredible. And a couple things I just wanted to point out, uh, just because we do have these very smart viewers. One is that Trump isn't just speaking for the widow of the Mooney's founder, he's speaking on September 11th. Mm -hmm. So wrap your head around that. And then also the Tommy gun, oh, grand opening, they had Eric Trump speaking, which I just think is, it really shows a collaboration playing off of what Dr. Hassan said about Bush Sr. and his affiliations. The other point I want to make is that Bousman was too anti-Semitic for RT. How anti-Semitic do you have to be to get banned from RT? Like, that's the kind of level of propagandist that we're talking about. And then, of course, just to frame Dugan for people who may not have heard him, he was Bannon's favorite philosopher. So mm. those are a couple of things that came to mind as this was the fastest hour of my life. Heidi, one thing on that, on the point you made about him getting banned for his anti-Semitism, RT, is that for anybody who is tracking the timing of Bowsman and wants to, you know, wants to look into this and see what you will, like I said, I think it's the job of the, the audience to find things. I'm just going to report what is factual, that he really took a much more openly anti-Semitic and a more openly pro-Nazi, I don't know how to put it, literal Nazi, yeah. bent on Russia Insider yeah. around the time that he settled in the United States. So and that, Holocaust denying, like that kind of level. Yeah, that's uh, it, 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 many of his yeah. uh, in, in his final address, as he on the letter, as he was sending uh, to people as he was leaving the country, he said right. that he's a Holocaust denier, and he still firmly believes in that, which is just and and can and, 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 and I, I as a Jew, I I went to Israel, I knew a lot about Shoah 
And I was indoctrinated to believe the Moonies needed to die in the Holocaust because they didn't accept Jesus. <laughs> and I believed it. And I recruited yeah. an indoctrinated. I'm learning a lot about uh, a lot of not very good things. I knew a little bit, but I didn't know the, the I didn't know that, for instance. In Tennessee, I'll be seeing the graphic Reverend Young Jim Strong Moon. Mm. I was a reverend too. You go like this I'm a reverend. Right. You know, wow. this sort of your seminary training. We never had seminary training. She never had seminary training. And so the big picture is we really are at war. There's a war happening focused through the media, as I see it. And the solution is reaching out to family and friends who've been sucked into the rabbit hole. And instead of yelling at them and shaming them and blaming them, I've been saying from the beginning, the way they're going to get out is by a connection to real people in the real world who care about them, remind them who they were before they got recruited, what their values were, who, what was important to them, and teaching them about other cults and what brainwashing is. Don't attack them directly. And with Trumpers, Talking about pimps and traffickers and the techniques they use to groom and indoctrinate slaves works. And they're very open to hearing about Chinese communist brainwashing techniques as well. But you use that an educational platform to, to help them understand. And then when I... Can it be done on a mass scale? Can it be done something like... It can be done on a mass scale, but it's going to take a lot more than the one podcast. It's mm. going to take a lot of smart people putting a lot of resources together and mapping out a proactive strategy instead of being reactive. Mm -hmm. But you got to understand the playbook and who these actors are. Yeah. And this is a critical moment in, in, in the Earth's history. It sure is. I know I look at the, you know, the battle between autocracy and democracy, and we certainly in this country, it looks like the entire right wing has been co-opted or captured by fascism or whatever you want to call it. They've really taken over everything. I mean, there's no longer any piece of the right wing that is, you know, independent-minded or, or collaborative or uh, even centrist. You know, they, in terms of their media, in terms of their politicians, in terms of the parties, everything's being captured. We're only operating with 50% of our firepower as a democracy. Yeah, uh, but and there it's are... Really, it's not really enough. It's a lot to defeat. There are conservatives who are opposing Trump. Yeah, and some, they, they object to just being lumped in you know, with the GOP, because they say they love America, and I'm taking them at their word that they that needs rule, they do law and justice. They do are there, you know, and uh, that's fine. But the number of them, I feel like, is, is fairly limited, and the degree to which they're willing to speak up and say they're willing to lose an election over one not supporting Trump, and also the, these measures that will tilt elections in favor of Republicans. Their willingness to speak up and go against that and take losses to the Democrats, it's in very small supply. So it's a very scary yeah. situation. Yes, JLP um, sticks together in the worst of times and every single member of the Republican Party votes. And there's 40, um, I think it's like 40 QAnon type candidates standing in the next election. Talk about brainwashing. You've got people who are really off the deep end here uh, in terms of where reality is. And yet they're likely going to win the candidate seat. I remember when the... It was only a couple of years ago that I felt that the entire culture had been, whereas, or they were called culture, entire online culture that was aware of her, 
was laughing at Laura Loomer. Mm. And now Laura Loomer is moving to a red district to try to run for Congress again. Is she going to win or not? I don't know. I'm hoping that she's also, she's going to take another loss there. But the fact that I'm concerned about it. She's being supported. She's getting out there. You know, the fact that I'm concerned about it is that's big. This, this person is, but if you're a Muslim, this person is as scary as it gets. She is a, she's a real seller. But I mean, if we, we're talking about an entire country whose minds have been brainwashed one way or another, because by, by having half the country being so affected in terms of being right-wing and so off the deep end in the MAGA sense, the rest of us have to, on the other side, otherwise there's no, there's no other options, right? Because the polarization is, is forcing us all to be brainwashed in some ways. No, I, I reject that. Mm-hmm. I think that the solution to, to blind faith is perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an error to say we have to fight fire with fire and we have to think in binaries and simplistic. Well, that's what our system is based on. You know, we've got this binary I know, system. The system is, needs to yeah. get with the 21st century mm-hmm. and what we know about how the human mind works and learn how to listen. Learn how to ask questions from a curious, respectful place rather than yell or get defense. Like if you, I, I love Daryl Davis, who's, you know, helped so many people get out of the clan, black jazz musician. And he wasn't intimidated. He was just like, why do you hate me? Like, you like my music. Let's have a meal together. Tell me more about your beliefs. And he said that. In one of the interviews I listened, he said, I know who I am. Mm. Talking to these folks does not threaten my reality, my my values. And people need to understand, if you understand that cult pseudo-identities are not the real person, like a lot of families think, oh, I've lost my uncle forever, Mm. or I've lost my father forever, or my brother. No, I mean, I interviewed a fellow who was in my former cult for 36 years. He still left. Right. And right. he's pissed. Right. The reaction on the other side, once you get everybody out, is going to be quite something as well, I presume. Well, you, you, you can do it one at a time, but I'm going to sell lame, but I'm going to tell you, love is stronger than fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and my friend Arno Michaelis, who had a white power band, who was a big recruiter, white supremacist. He had dissonance when his Jewish employer saw he didn't have lunch and offered him half a sandwich. That didn't equate with his indoctrination against mm. Jews. Mm. And then when he had a child, having children also is a very positive power. We, I think we need to get yeah. people thinking more about our children, our grandchildren, future generations, and not just the next election cycle or whatever. And really stand up and be present as a citizen locally. I just did an interview with Frederick Clarkson, who's brilliant, and he does something called Blitzwatch against the, the infiltration on a state level and local community board level. There are a lot of brilliant people. Michael, it's nice to meet you, and it's great to meet you too, Zev and Heidi. We have a lot of resources, but it's not being directed strategically in, in a planned way. Right. And we're looking at a, a 10 to 20 year project, as I see it. Well, anything you do would be accused of being a, you know, an attempt at brainwashing as well. Anything the so government I, does, I, if the government does anything like that. By the Trumpers, then I'm brainwashed by the left. Right. Do I get defensive? No, I say, 
how interesting. I thought I had studied everything on the subject. Please tell me what is brainwashing. Right. And then they're like, right. right? I, I don't want to get us into a tangent, but I just want to just say just one thing uh, that is clear, which is, which I think in, in a broader sense, you are right. And so that we do need to find ways to it, like generally uh, to be more compassionate and to listen and, and, and to find ways to invite people in. What I said, what I would say is that in terms of some of the very extreme people that we cover and stuff like that, people also have to be uh, sober and be prepared for self-defense uh, because they're, they're what your home and your, your life is being threatened. Um, that is not necessarily the time to try to entertain. So some of the tactics that we have, like ide- identifying people and things like that, this is not violence. This is, this is applying community pressure in order to, to derail their plans, which, uh, sometimes involve uh, the, the really in the long run, the elimination of a lot of people, very scary stuff to even contemplate. So I just wanted to add that wrinkle to it, which is great. Um, no, I'm in agreement and I'm realizing Ziv, I, I don't think I finished my qu- answer to your question about should we be holding Trump and, uh, yes. Fox and other. That's good. 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 Way, good, way, good. 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 Let's have open hearings at Congress on what is brainwashing and disinformation at uh, QAnon. And let's really make those legislators who've been aligned in this listen mm-hmm. to experts. And I'm not the only one. There are many of us. That's who, what all our viewers are saying right now, too. Now, we're, we're equipped to do this. But it, my understanding is incitement is a crime. Mm-hmm. It seems to me like it should be a hearing. Yeah. By saying the election was stolen, period. And what's fascinating to me is that there were all these people fanning out across the country, like Moon, like Bowsman, pushing that and pushing it on a grassroots level. That seems so uh, striking to me. I'd expected Fox News and OAN and all these others to be out there pushing it, but it's not just a, the broadcast networks or the cable networks. They're organized people on the ground that are working their way through communities, through church groups, through what have you, to brainwash people. And that to me seemed like, a, like that's what but was going on there with Moon. And it's happening and the social media platforms are compliant mm-hmm. in, and not doing nearly enough to, again, it's not just saying. Not doing enough. They're, 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 they're making a lot of money. Yeah. They're actually, they're hundreds, yeah, hundreds working, working with them. Last time I was here, if you recall, we discussed Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Jack Dorsey, um, and who's yes, yeah. who's who's connected personally to Ali Alexander, who's who's met with him and things like that. And Ali Alexander, of course, the principal organizer for the soft steel activism uh, that you have been staying on uh, top of at this show, which I appreciate. So, Doctor Hassan made a really great point about how people on the spectrum often are very easy targets. Mm-hmm. And maybe one quick sentence on that before we lose you. Yeah, so I've done interventions on a number of different things. People who are on the uh, high functioning on this uh, autism spectrum are so much more comfortable on screens. And what we know now is that if you're video gaming with a complete stranger, you have no idea who that is, but you're doing a game with them in 15 minutes, your brain starts lighting up like they're a friend. Mm. So interesting. Sensor to say, wait a minute, I don't know this person. You start acting as if you know them, but you don't know them. Just because it's a game. 
So they gamify all these things for that reason. It's so interesting because well, Bannon, of that's course. That's what Jude Stewartson taught me about alternate reality gaming and, and QAnon. Yeah. We love Jim. Yeah, it's we are running out of time. In fact, we are out of time. So I want to thank all of you for being here tonight because it's been a really interesting conversation. And at least maybe we've opened uh, the lid a little bit or lifted the lid a little bit on what Bowsman was up to with uh, with Sean Moon, something that you, of course, have done. Read the story. Uh, <laughs> 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 the story. But all Reynolds should read the story. Um, so in fact, Michael Hayden's uh, reporting this has been phenomenal. Um, hopefully we've added some additional information about this bar and uh, what happened on, on January the 3rd. And I do want to thank this incredible group of followers and crowds, researchers, I don't even know what to call the OSINT researchers that are out there on Twitter that are continuously providing all this information to narrative. I couldn't be more thankful to you for all the incredible hard work uh, that you put into investigating Bowsman and also uh, Sean Moon as we were heading into this. And Dr. Hassan, thank you so much for being here. The book is called sorry, Cult of Trump and it's available wherever people get their books. Anything else you want to say about the book? Why people should read it? It, it I want to Shout out to Virginia Heffernan, who was the first media person to say, this is the best explanatory framework that explains what the hell's going on in our country and wrote an LA Times column on it, went on CNN and had me on her Trump cast thing. But it really has been borne out. And the solution is really understanding the disease. We have a mind control virus, not just COVID virus. We have a mind control virus and we need to do preventive education, which is vaccinations. We need to develop ways to intervene with people who are sick to help them get well. And we need recovery services for people exiting the cult of Trump. And I just want to do a shout out to the hashtag I got out effort and I got out.org of a group of us who are former cult members who want to destigmatize the fact that you can be smart and also get lied to and indoctrinated into an authoritarian cult. And there's life there. Hopefully for the rest of America too, when they get out of it, the book is called The Cult of Trial. And the Southern Poverty Law Center publishes Hate Watch and amongst many other things. Anything you want to plug, Michael Edison Hayden, before we say goodnight? It's just the Bowsman story. Go to my, it's, it's, pin, it's my pinned tweet. So, so read the story. And uh, now that I've, the, there's apparently new information to look into, I'm going to look into that because that bar, if it is what you say it is, then uh, we need to report that out in this context because that's very interesting. I really, I really think it is. And uh, part of that group that uh, has been crowdsourcing a lot of this information for us has been able to come up with that and I'll share them with you and uh, all the details they have there and how they figured out it was a barn is actually really fascinating. They looked at the architecture of the barn itself, how many panes of woods were behind uh, the, the national justice leader over there and compared the architecture from the outside and the and to the shots they had from the inside and wow. able to figure it out. So we will, I'll share that with you and hopefully you'll get to you find that useful. Thanks very much for watching Narrative tonight. We're back on Friday night with the after show with LB and Greg ODR. Thanks, Heidi. Thanks for being here. Congratulations on your first show. We Pleasure. appreciate you being here and we'll be back next time. Good night, everybody. Thank you, gentlemen. Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative.